Rocking out with our out, man. How y'all doing, everybody? How y'all doing? I didn't have mother... Like, you feel me? Slid in the... Uh, slid My in mic was muted, like, You like that slide in, nigga? You like that you know slide? Somebody on this motherfucker looking fresh. Slid right? in her DMs, like... I, I you know, my boy Troy that, in that, uh, you know, that new press from the sideline drop, man. Y'all see you him? You feel me? That's a little bit more my style. Like, that's a little bit more comfortable. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We up in there, man. What's up, Mooch? What up, dog? Man, I can actually show, you know what I'm saying, this flag right here behind me because we actually won, you know what I'm saying, in overtime. And then I can show this flag over here as well, you know what I'm saying, that one right there because, you know what I'm saying, Clay came back with the 41 piece. Yeah, Splash Bros looking scary. So, yeah, we back. Yeah, we yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you can say that, but we'll save that for the football show. Uh, we might have some more guys stepping by, stopping by today. You know, Mel, Southside might step, might, might be in the house today. We got uh, Lamar. You're going to stop in a little later, you know. But since since it's just me and Moo, you know, let's just start with the start with. You feel me? Let's get it popping. You no, know, I posted the TikTok from the last conversation we had of Joel Embiid's 59-point game against the Utah Jazz. And uh, my my guy, it's my guy, it's my guy Telly, my guy Telly on uh, uh on uh TikTok, you know, he comes through with the with the combo shout out Telly. But I told you, tell, I told you we was gonna talk about it. I didn't tell you it was gonna be the first thing we talked about, but I told you we talked about it, right? First up so, on the dock, man. So I I said that the Jazz are supposed to be. A bottom of the league team. I don't think I'm wrong by saying that. Which they will be. Nobody agreed. Nobody thought the Jazz coming into this motherfucker, right, into this season, was going to light shit up, right? Just like nobody expected Golden State Warriors to be out of the play-in right now. We didn't expect that. So unexpected, unexpectedly, things are happening. Things happen all the time. As we look at the game of basketball, we have seen, you know, so-so teams, an area of bad teams, whatever you want to call them, right? Start out hot, come out, and win a, they win some games. The Kings are on a six-game winning streak right now. The Spurs did it. Where's the Spurs right now? Bottom of the league. See, it happened to them quicker than it's going to happen to the Jazz. You, you feel you feel where I'm going, Telly? They, they'll be there soon. You, you got you to just give them, got to give them some time. You just got to give them some time. Telly, <clears throat> they shall be there real soon. You we just got to like, give them some time to, to get back I right. I don't understand where you get off calling the Jazz a top team because they're the number one seed right now in the West. Like we we if that's what we want to do, you feel me? The Bulls was a top team when they was no one seed in the East last year. They sure Everybody were. thought they would be a top team, but people knew when they came out of the playoffs, they were going only to the second round, and that was it. We know the Jazz, if they make it to the playoffs, they're getting bounced, swept, broom. Here you go. Let me sweep your house. Let me clean your floors, you know? That's what's going to happen to the Jazz. I mean, them guys are out there fighting and doing their thing. I'm not going to take none away from them. But their bottom team, when you look at it, when you compare their team to other teams in the West, they're not, they don't stand on the same level as them teams. They're playing tremendous right now. Taking nothing away from them guys. But they're let's playing just look at the standings, Telly. And have a solid roster, but the West as a whole right now is in shambles, honestly. It's it's, it's absolutely crazy when you look at it. Like, Telly said, first comment, Mooch. That's right, Teller. We're going down the list, man. You don't know this. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Call out the TikTokers, right? You know, I ain't going to get to everything I said, but I'm going to get, I'm going to point out to what you said. I'm going to try to cut in what I said and what what it is, what it is. You feel me? You said supposed to be at the bottom of the league. 
when you have good role players who play their role, ain't no excuse on why they wouldn't be at the bottom of the league. That's great. Having role players is great, but they're called role players Telly for a reason because they need a captain to their ship, right? They need a captain to their ship. You said later on in this that they don't have a superstar to clog up football, but we'll get to that, right? So I, I basically hit you with the Jazz, you know, uh, they're over, they, you know, they, they're playing good, but they're supposed to be at the bottom of the league. You feel me? You said so what the Nets are doing uh, happens all the time, any given day. And any given day, the best aren't always going to be the best, and the worst aren't always going to be ass. Is that is that true though? Because I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Because the Rockets are still the Rockets still suck. The Spurs started off hot. They still suck. OKC started off winning solid games, and Shy was going crazy. Their ass, their ass again. Like uh, I don't know. Everybody had high hopes for Minnesota. They're horrible right now. Like, like even Dallas is 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 not playing good basketball. Like, it's 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 interesting because like if we look at the standings, right? We're gonna get there, Telly. We're gonna get there, but you know, good teams are always not good teams. Yes, we know good good teams struggle. Look at Boston, a testament to it. They came out and struggled the first half of last year, turned that bitch around and got to a finals. But you want to know why, Telly? It's because they are a good team. That's why they are they a, good a good team. team. They were already a good team. They are a good team. That's why they're able to turn it around and switch it and get back to it. The Nets, right? To what you're saying, right? Telly, Nets was the number one seed when KD was healthy. And then they dropped all the way to what? The 11th? The 11th seed? Right? When he went out. And then he comes back and gets them to a 7th seed. You want to know why? Because they have a makings of a good team. They already have the top team. That's fucking why, Telly. Like, Telly, it's common sense. I understand you. I don't know how old you are, so I ain't going to cut your wage. I don't want to attack you. Now, you my boy. You always show love on TikTok. But, hey, this your segment, Telly. This your segment. You feel me? Because we had a long conversation, you know? So, then I said something about, again, bad teams being bad teams and playing good for a little bit, and they'll end up back where they're supposed to be. Just like Golden State is playing bad right now. They're at the bottom in, I think, an 11th spot. And they'll get back up to the top five seed. I'm not questioning that. I don't think nobody else is questioning the Warriors getting from the 11th to the third seed. Everybody thinks they can do that. Absolutely. But if I'm saying the Jazz is going to fall from the first seed to the bottom three seed, I'm crazy. Like, I don't understand this, Telly. I want to know who backs you up, Telly. Somebody else got to give me some feedback. On that side of it, because I don't understand it. So you said, you know, what the Jazz is doing, the norm, the norm, I contradicted myself with my own statement. And, you know, like like you said, role players understanding who they are, no superstar to put too much light on them, and they're shining. I can agree with there's not a superstar there to put light on them. And they are shining, right? They are shining. But that does not make them a good team. <laughs> you fucking... Like the 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 point is, Telly, is that we know whether you want to look at on paper or, or play on a on a court that this is a good team. The Nuggets, we know at all things I say, we know the Nuggets are a good team, right? We know the Suns are a good team with all the the the, the shit Chris Paul gets and Devin. They are a good team. We know yep. those teams can possibly uh, contend for a championship, right? But when we're talking about the Jazz, the Spurs, at this state, the way they are, when they, when they're going against those teams, when it matters most, come on, bro, you're not gonna say and tell me that the Jazz are a top five team, not C team. You said you said team. They're a top five team. Then you go on to explain. Example: The Suns, the bottom team, gets Chris Paul. Then they're a top team in the West. All all they needed is one piece to stop trying to act like they bummed. And I counted that with saying they had two, one person, one player who had all-star potential, Aiton. 
and one player who had superstar potential, Booker. All they needed was somebody to put that shit together. And guess what Chris Paul is able to do? Put shit together. So you're taking away from the Suns. Yes, they had a bad record. I think it was like 31 and 43 <clears throat> the year before that. But you're taking away from the experience that Chris Paul has with those guys still developing in the league. Not to mention. Ian still developing the league. Then you got Cam Johnson that came along. You you develop uh, uh, Bridges. You added uh, Crowder. Add a like, campaign. The Morris, like, like, yeah, they, you started they added adding all these young pieces. pieces. Yep, started adding Chris all these Paul young pieces to make that team work. You're not going to tell me that Suns team was the same team from that 31 win team to when they went the next year and won 50 games. You're not doing that, bro. The no. core was the same in, in Booker and Aiden, but they didn't have the same team. It was a turnaround, bro. A lot of people left, a lot of people came in to fit the scheme of bringing Chris Paul in. That happens all the time. That happens all the time um but back to back to to you to your tiktok the sons because i said i i could I, I was calling them funny and telly no I, you know shout out to telly i got i got respect for telly um the sons were hard um horrible before chris paul they never got they never were a good team we're not fitting to do that nets were one piece away from contenders went and got three and lost any given day and i don't like that telly because you're not adding context. I was gonna say that's not that's not that's not the proper context. You're not adding context. You're not. You're not adding context. You gotta add that. KD missed the first year of, of, of them adding the two, Kyrie and KD. KD missed mm -hmm. his first year. In the second year, KD only played 35 games. That's the year uh James Harden came over, which he came over uh in the middle of the season, missed some games towards that back end too. And then KD almost took them to the Eastern Conference Finals damn near with a hobble team right so we're Literally. not going to just gross over what he's been through to get to the role and then he comes back uh, last year and he plays 55 games dealing with another injury so we're not gonna act like they got the pieces and they were healthy and they can't win no they can't stay healthy they have that, a lot of health problems joe harris got hurt last year and he was hurt the year before he's been in and out of the lineup so they healthy. like and there's been a lot that's that's attributed to the nets not going to Kyrie's been in and out of the lineup. James Harden, Ben Simmons, like you can't, they've consistently been unhealthy to not been able to put any kind of runs together. And the one year that he damn near got him to the finals was his himself or he's got his finals to himself. Like I'm talking about shoe size away. Um, like, I think that's what we have to, yeah, we, we can, we, we can judge him off that compared to what they're doing or what they're not doing when they're not fully healthy so <clears throat> compared to the jazz where you guys at the end of the day the jazz get to the end of the season and are probably one of the most healthiest teams in the league and don't do anything with it they have they literally don't do anything with it it's the craziest thing ever that there's how can you can be, be considered a top team if in the playoffs you don't do anything within it like Consistently, though, like consistently in the playoffs, you you don't do anything. And I'm trying to figure out a team that essentially spent more to build around a young star player hasn't achieved anything to the point where that star player wants to be traded and is traded now. And it's probably closer to getting to at least an Eastern Conference or an Eastern Conference Finals now than he was get, than he was getting to a Western Conference Finals with the Jazz. Like it, it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's players. I guess we'll see that when 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 Donovan Mitchell gets to the playoffs in the East. I don't know if it's I don't know, but something for the Jazz always falls down or falls apart at the end of the season. So it's like, how can you consider them a top team when, when they go against the top teams? Because that's the, at the end of the day, when you go against a top team and you take out that top team, that, that's what determines if you're a top team or not. This is the reason why, and we're, we're going to come to this later. This is the reason why I don't consider the Kings, what the Kings are doing, relevant at the moment. But we'll get to that later. If you come against these these teams in the playoffs and you consistently lose to these teams in the playoffs, you can't be considered a top team because those are the top teams. You're losing to the top team. 
you're an average to middle of the pack. It doesn't matter like when how you start. It matters how you finish. That is a real saying, and it's a real saying because we have seen starts, hot starts from bad teams, and they finish, fall off a fucking cliff. We didn't see it. It happens in sports all the time. But you go on to say the Jazz developed players as well. So, okay, again, so how are the Jazz a bad team that they are being developed as well, and the goal is to tank. But, I, listen, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying nothing about jazz tanking. Develop? Who did the Jazz develop? I'm not thinking about tanking anything, and that's a good point. Who did the Jazz develop? Yeah, they're in the developing stage now. You can say that, yes. I'm but curious. when we're talking about who are we? We were talking about um, the oh the Suns. When I said the Suns had developing pieces, Booker, yeah, Aiden, Cam Johnson is a developing piece. Miles Bridges, uh, with Malik Bridges, Malik Bridges, Bridges, Mikel, Mikel, Mikel Bridges, right? Yeah, Mikel Bridges. Mikel Bridges. I went through three fucking names to get to his. <laughs> Mikel Bridges, you know, development. They went out and got pieces like, we, we can't do this, Taylor. They went out and got young veteran we pieces that this. have already been in the league, like campaign. He had already been I in the league. I also hit him. Years. I, I forgot like, what he said. He said something, and I said something back, and I was like, Troy said so. <laughs> but I wasn't saying that, Telly, to tell you I'm saying it and that's what it is. I was saying it to let you know who you were talking to. You're talking to Troy and I'm, this is the one saying it. So you can direct it all towards me. Um, so he, he was like, oh, I forgot, you know, Troy said, so I laughed at that. But we go on and on about the Jazz not being a top team, Jazz being a top team. And you say that the Jazz don't have a superstar. That's why um, he said, that's why, you know, it's easier for them to do like no, bro. Like the the, the top of the, the top teams always figured out, and the top teams are always going to be the last four teams standing in each conference. Exactly. Like unless there are upsets that happen, there are anomalies. We're not discounting the anomalies, but if you're going to tell me the Jazz is going to have a, a, a historic season where they have nobody and they make it to a uh, to a Western Conference Final, then that becomes an anomaly. Exactly. It's not done often, bro. You can't be and a good team without team, a superstar. I'm sorry, guys. I know you guys are professionals. You, every single one of you can bust my ass. But you're not that damn good compared to other teams, especially in the seven-game series, when it all matters to win a championship, to get down to the grit, to the grind. Like, I just – you. he answered his own question, though. Like, you can't be a top team or a top-tier team without a, quote-unquote, superstar. They have no superstars, so you guys can't be labeled as a top team with no true number one, like no true superstar that's going to carry your team to different paths and different levels of the playoffs of of or, or of the hierarchy and of the NBA. Like the reason why these teams are top teams is because they have the league's top players. Is anybody on the Jazz's team a top twenty, top twenty, top fifteen player? Like no, you, you can't name you can't name. I got the Jazz's roster right here. None of these players are top are top twenty, top fifteen players. They're just playing their ass off, man. We got to get. They're, they're playing great basketball, credit. and they they all Give the thing about credit, Telly. the thing about this roster is they all complement each other very very well. They all complement each other's games very very well. But that doesn't mean they, they don't have a superstar, somebody that that can literally grind them out of tough games and tough situations. They're trying to turn Laurie Markkinen into that. If he can stay healthy and if he can put together a great season, then on, on, a, on a consistent basis, then possibly. But at this point and moment, like you guys don't have any true number one, any true superstar to where you guys can lean on in late game situations, in late playoff situations, in championship situations to the point where like, hey, take us to the promised land. I don't see anybody on this roster that can do that. So you guys can't be considered a top team if you guys don't have nobody to rule on like that. You like, said top team, yeah. and I'm sitting here like, there ain't no way. What's up, Mel? Yeah, hey, 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 Mel. Bro. Hold on, Mel. You feel me? I you, heard you, you show me this juice. Feel me? So I can help. Sideline. Yeah, yeah. Drop. Yeah, you feel me? The, the, it looks good on you, sir. It, it's Absolutely. in the blood, baby. It's running Absolutely. through the blood. Some people don't understand that, but it's running through the blood, baby. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. But it's uncomfortable that way because I'm not I'm not used to wearing hats, so I'm gonna put it back. <laughs> not too <laughs> the way it's meant to be. Oh, and I got it here. I like that. That's cool. Um, but yeah, we're talking about the guy Telly on uh Instagram. 
Man, that's my boy. Shout out Telly again. We's going back and forth over the Jazz thing. He said the Jazz are a top team in the West. And I can't take it. I can't take it because they're a top-seeded team. They're a top-seeded team right now in the top, West. They're, they're not a top team. Not a top team in the West, bro. Just like the Golden State Warriors are a bottom-seeded team right now, they are not a bottom-four team in the West. Bro. If last night didn't show you that. Not a bottom. So, Telly, I love you, bro. Thank you for the support on TikTok. Keep coming with the comments, man. You might find yourself in this segment again. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. when we call out the TikTokers. We ain't, we ain't got a name for it yet, but we're working on it. You feel Absolutely. me? Absolutely. I'm going to tell you this right now. If Steph Curry going to give you 33 points and 15 assists and seven rebounds and Klay Thompson going to give you 40, you in for now, a long Oh, night. that's what I wanted to do. Now that Mel here, Mel, you reminded me. So, before we get off of it, Telly, Let's go through one more thing, right? Top team, you said. Fucking top team. They're, they're top team. <laughs> oh, that's the funniest thing I heard all year. Top team. So let's go through the Western teams, and you tell me, who are this, who is this top team beating in the West in a seven-game series? <laughs> that's what we're going to do, Telly. All right, so let's start. Um, The Lakers. We can start at the Lakers. Nobody. At the bottom of the West right now. With the way AD's playing, absolutely not. So the Jazz don't even beat the Lakers in the seven games. I don't even care if LeBron is not playing with the way AD's playing right now. Absolutely not. The Jazz are not beating the, the Jazz are not beating the Lakers. I'm sorry, that's not happening. Dude, I like that. Because right? AD's been tripping as of lately. Healthy AD, right. he's been tripping as of lately. So no. I'm skip. I'm skipping Houston, San Antonio, Casey. All right, Golden State Warriors. No, y'all know what it okay. is, man. Don't play with my boys. Minnesota. No. No. Because Rudy's Rudy knows that that everything. No, it's not gonna happen. And he's gonna he's gonna make Lori Mark in his life absolutely difficult. No. Dallas. Whew. Luca Magic, no. New Orleans. Nope. The Clippers. DI and Zion going for 30 each. The nope. Clippers. Kawhi gonna nope. turn up out of nowhere and beat Memphis. the shit out of him. Hell no. Nope. Hell no. I'm yeah, skipping the not. Kings because they're going to be a bottom team. <laughs> Shout out Sacramento. Shout out Sacramento. But you guys know where you're going. Where you're going. All right, Denver. Nope. Portland. Yeah, no. Nope. Well, mm, they can make it a series against Portland, but they can make it a series. It's going to come through. The Kings be... today. I'll put the Kings in. The Kings, they can beat the Kings in the seven game series. No. No. If you watch any Kings games right now, it'll be, it'll be a, a six-seven game series. Yeah, it'll be a long series, but the Kings have a lot of offensive firepower that I just don't think the Jazz can deal with, and they're not good on the road. Look at stats right now. Jazz aren't good on the road. I don't think they can do it. You feel me? Then we got we got the Suns. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Chris Paul's not even – this is the thing about the Suns. Chris Paul's not even playing right now. And they're still very, very good, which means he's been in campaign's ear. And that's dangerous because campaign is a better shooter than football. If, if not the best, he's he's one of the best backup point guards in the league right now. And Chris Paul has been mentoring yeah. him. So people should be terrified because he takes coaching points very, very well. That was one of his things coming out of college. He takes coaching points very, very well. And if he's learning from Chris Paul, you people should be scared. People should be very, very scared because that – the fact that Chris Paul isn't playing and campaign is in that spot and they haven't slouched at all, yeah, no, that's that. People should be so, aware. Sorry for your task. You know, I'll speak to you again on TikTok because you know I'm gonna clip a part of this. Where I'm, t- <laughs> I mean, Telly, not to ask Telly. You know, I'm gonna clip a part of this and just you know show you some more love. You feel me? But yeah, you know the Jazz are not a top team. They're a top seeded team right now. But they're top seeded like right now. They're playing. I mean, they're playing we see good. The next, at the moment. We see the next year, last year be a one seed, fall all the way down to the eleven seed, and then come back up to the seven, like just like that, within a couple of games. And just to let you know, Telly, between the Jazz, right, being in the first seed, right, right now as we speak, they're in the first seed. To mm-hmm. the team being in the second seed, which is the <clears> Sun, <throat> who's back one game, right. They're back one game from the Jazz, right? Same and then lot. goes third spot, one game, fourth spot, one game, fifth spot, one and a half game, sixth spot, one and a half game, seventh spot, one and a half game, two games, two games, three games for the for for the New Orleans in eight, Dallas in nine, and then three for Minnesota and three and a half for Golden State. 
So I mean, they're 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 so the best team right now. Sorry, the Jazz are the best team. You lose two games and you end up the fucking eight seed. Boom, just like Back that. At the bottom where you belong. Just like that. And it's not a uh, bad thing, bro. We're going to have good teams and we're going to have bad teams. It's I mean, and it's just how the league works. And the first half of the NBA season, no one really cares about. It's still football season. Like baseball's just ending. Like it, it's All Star Week hasn't even hit yet. Like we're not really worried yeah. about it. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. It's off season. Like it, it's 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 a lot of stuff happens early. The Warriors went like right. freaking twenty something and forever in the beginning of the season last season, and then went three months on a horrible ass fucking losing streak and shooting slump, only yep. to win a championship in 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 the win in in the next summer. Like come on, it it, it happens. Like. No, if they keep it up, if they keep if they keep and if they keep it up, that's something totally different. We can we can have we we can revisit that in fucking March. Mm-hmm. Well, then we'll have be having a different conversation. Like if Laurie keeps going on his crazy, you know, what I'm saying scoring trip, and he they stay and, consistent, then yeah. And as and as a Bulls fan, I can tell you, Laurie marketing, not that guy. Just saying, as a as the resident Bulls fan. I know Lori Marketing. Yeah, it's just it, he has to stay consistent. He has to stay healthy. There's a lot that you're gonna ask him to do if you're gonna look at him to because from what it from what I've seen, it's, it seems like the Jazz are trying to build around a Mike Conley, Lori, Lori offering Lori, uh, Lori Marketing type offense. But if you're gonna make Lori the focal point, then he has to be consistent. He has to stay healthy, and he has to be able to do it on both sides of the ball. I don't think he's gonna be able to do that for a whole season. So nope. we haven't seen him do it ever. So I don't. No. I just don't. I, I don't. I don't see. I see the, the jazz, jazz looking good, but they're gonna fall. The off. jazz. The jazz are a team, and this is gonna be. It's gonna sound worse than what it is. I give them all the respect in the world, but the jazz are a team built of six men. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, true. It's a bunch. It's a bunch of six men on that team. That's like, true. Up and down the roster. My not. A, I mean, I'm not. It's not a knock on them, but that's. Just it's not. Not absolutely not. But that's that's crazy because that's absolutely true. Uh, what you say, man? I missed it. What's crazy? No, I was just saying we were just talking about the Jazz roster, and I was like, the Jazz roster is a roster full of six men. Like they don't have a legit starter. But no, that's what Telly was saying. Telly was saying the only reason why I'm saying the Jazz should be at the bottom of the league is because they did not have a superstar. And what I'm saying is, if you stack the Jazz roster up against any it's other roster a, or, the top, or the top teams in the West, they don't stand next to them. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a superstar. It's just that they're they don't have nobody. They don't have an all star. They don't have a star. They don't. Who's good on their team? It's a bunch of role players. Yeah, was just they're just oh, a bunch of nice role players. It's crazy. <laughs> Bunch of nice role players. That's one hundred percent. I agree with you. Oh, that's crazy, but it's true because like everybody on the team is like it's, it's, it's like the craziest six man. On any other team, what would they be? Oh, dang! That's wild. And it's cool. Like you can that's win with that. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that they couldn't win, but the problem is how much can you win, and when it matters, can they win? And I just don't think you put them in a seven game series against. If the playoffs started today, and let's just say the Warriors ended up with the AC, do you think they're beating the Warriors in a seven-game series? Absolutely not. Like that's not, not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. And it's not it's not anything against they just don't have the talent. There's no talent. You can't you, you at some point you're gonna get out talented by a more talented team. Yeah, and it and, seems to me they're trying to I see. I kind of see what they're doing. Like they inserted Jordan Clarkson in the starting lineup, Mike Conley, and then Laurie Markin and Jared Vanderbilt and Kelly Olynyk. But where and in that starting lineup is and Jordan Clarkson? I like the names KD was naming the other day. We've seen Jordan Clarkson as a starter, and I like Jordan Clarkson as a player. But he found his niche as a six. As a six man, right? As a six man. Don't take him away from that, because now what are you going to get off the bench? Like you're hurting yourself because you think, oh well, we can get those eighteen to twenty-two points in the starting lineup. Mm, no, you're not. 
because now he has to split that with a Mike Conley or whoever, you know, marketing and the rest of them. Too. Like, let the dude come off the bench. Let him continue to light it up off the bench. But the only people right now that that's and that's this is the reason why this is the reason why I said I see exactly what the Jazz are doing. They're taking Jordan Clarkson and they're, they're putting him in that starting role as, as a shooting guard. What they're doing is they're taking Colin Sexton and Malik Beasley and they're having them run the second unit. But they have no true – they have no big men and they have no wings in that second unit. It's just Colin and it's just Malik. When you watch the Jazz games and Jordan Clarkson's not out there, Laurie Markin is not out there, Mike Conley's actually hurt right now. It's literally just Malik Beasley shooting threes. He's the only one. He's the only person keeping him in the game until the starters come back in. Nobody else is really doing yeah. anything. And you can't. So win like that. you you can't win like that. There's no possible way to win like that ever. And I feel like when until the Jazz changes that recipe because they've always tried to do that, they're never going to go anywhere. It's the most pointless of just the most pointless way to play. You can't. If you just I was them, if mm-hmm. I was them, the move I would make go get Demarcus Cousins. You can use Demarcus Cousins, whether Absolutely. he's starting or come, whether he's starting or coming off the bench. That's the type of guy you need. And then who would you who would you who would you go with, Kelly Olynyk or Demarcus Cousins as a starter? I would. I mean, I would go with Demarcus Cousins, me personally. But and then you have a solid starter, Kelly Olynyk coming off the bench for that second unit. Yeah, it just complements everything. That's what I would. Do. But you know, We're not what coaching. do I know? Other than the fact that I said Boston needed Malcolm Brogdon, and then Malcolm Brogdon ended up on the side. Let's oh, yeah, you called that right. Game. Let's see if we can go two for two. <laughs> see, I said I wanted to get into the Manu versus Crawford, which you, since you said he was going to pop up, right? But now I'm okay. kind of thinking, should we get into the Manu or should we get into the team leaders? I don't know. We can touch on both. Think it's better. Team, leader, team leaders as in what aspect? Because I, I, asked, I asked Mel, I guess we're doing team leaders. I asked Mel, um, what was it? We was talking about like like people leading the team, and I forgot who, who are we talking it was, about. It was the best player doesn't ne- – the best player necessarily isn't – Doesn't the, lead the team. Right. Doesn't right. lead the team, and the most vocal person isn't the leader always of the, the team as well. Isn't always the leader. Okay, bad. And, and matter of fact, Moolich, because matter of fact, you would understand this better because this was the argument that we had. He tried debate, to tell me, he tried to debate. He tried, to, I I he tried to say that Draymond Green was the leader of the Golden State Warriors. I said, no, Steph is the leader of the Golden State Warriors, but Draymond is the heart of the Golden State Warriors. That's true. Because they follow Steph. How Steph goes, the team goes. But the heart and soul of Golden State is still Draymond Green. The reason why Steph is a leader, and a lot of people will kind of combat me on this, but the reason why Steph is the leader is because everything goes through Steph. There's not a decision that's made about the team, throughout the team, or with the team that Steph's not looped in on first. Now, a lot of people will say Draymond was part of that meeting, blah, blah, blah. Draymond was part of that meeting because he walked in the fucking room and didn't want to leave. But they didn't call Draymond like, hey, Draymond, we're hey, we're discussing some things about the team, blah, blah, blah. We need you to be part of this meeting. No. They call Steph Curry. <laughs> that's, that's what they call. They're calling Steph Curry. So, But when you're out on the court, like I'm watching highlights right now, when you're out on the court, it seems it can seem like Draymond is the leader because he's rallying the truth, because he's out there getting everybody hyped and he's making he's making certain plays and he's talking to the young guys and getting, and getting guys engaged and involved. But when it comes to the in-house decisions, and this is the thing that's different between leaders and people who are the heart of the team or basically basically vocalists. When there comes to specific decisions about the team and they only, they're only coordinated, they're only going to one person, we know who the leader is. That's the leader of the team. And Steph leads differently than... No, I can agree with you. Like, was, most people. He definitely was, leads differently in this, than most people. In this debate, I was kind of troiling and doing my thing. <laughs> yeah. Whiskey Troy was present. It's a valid question. So I no, started Whiskey Troy was definitely present. Yeah. Whiskey Troy was present. I didn't had no whiskey, but, you know, <laughs> um, but I started asking, you know, which it turned into a good conversation because now you start thinking about who's the lead on each team. And it's funny to me because 
The same concept I said why Draymond in my mind would 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 be the guy who leads the Warriors is the same reason why I say ask them who's the leader on the Heat. Right. I think that's a better question though. Cause to me, I said, I said it's, Jimmy Butler. It's, 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 that's just to me. That's just to me. That's not outrageous to say, though. Yeah, that's man. outrageous, bro. No, it's not. It's okay, outrageous. Like, no, it's okay, but Mel, not. you got to think about it like this. Why is UD there? For no He's an assistant coach. He's an assistant coach. No, I mean, not. at this point, you can damn near classify him as that. He's a spot on the roster, bro. He's, he's still on the roster. roster. He's still getting paid as a player. The only because they, they don't have he's there, an extra coach. That's how you put that nah, extra bro, coach in there that BS, because man. you don't got it in the salary. I just, he's I just the feel like I just feel like he is not the. Know. You can't know lead if you don't. You can't like. You can't lead if you're not playing. Ain't nobody listening. Moolich, Moolich, Oh, would you ever listen to anybody on the bench that does not play? If he looked like Debo, possibly. And and he, and let's just say he was on the team for twelve years. Twelve years, he's on the team. team. <laughs> but he ain't—he not playing. He not doing. He just he not playing at close. the moment. He talking to you. He but just he played before. He just, Stop it. Okay, Stop it. he played Stop really it. good. How many rings he got? How many? Eight rings years he got? ago. Eight years ago. How many rings he got? Oh man. One. Okay. One. All right. He got more than the nigga that's not listening to him. Oh, that Jimmy Butler is the he's the leader of that team. Nah. I I just feel like UD is there for a reason, and he's that reason, reason is no, he is. So, if Jimmy Butler is such the leader, why was Udinus Aslam wanting to beat Jimmy up for what Jimmy was doing? Insane, that's the leader, bro. That is the, the, leader is the one that puts the ass whoopings down. Right? Did you not read Jimmy Butler's lips? Did you not read Jimmy Butler's lips? Jimmy Butler looked him dead in the face and was like, I will. Fuck you up. Sure. <laughs> That's why it was funny because Jimmy was like, sure. I ain't going, dog. What's up? <laughs> we know for sure that you Dallas has them put the ass whoopings down. We know that. He ain't, he ain't sure. whooping Jimmy Butt last. We can we can all put money on that. that day, Jimmy. No, he was, they was he gonna was rumble on the court and Eric Poster was gonna be like he was talking gonna come in and get his licks. He's gonna have to do uh what you call it, the one that grabbed the play leg. What's his name? Um oh um what's his name? Um Van Gundy. I was just Van Gundy. <laughs> Grab some legs, brother. Grab some legs. Um, yeah, they're holding on for dear life. But yeah, that's all. We was just thinking about leaders on teams. But let's get to this model thing. We got some time. You feel me? It was the original guy who had the conversation with me when I said, you know, if we're talking six men, you know, and we're talking about the original conversation was a guy who can place Curry. I mean, uh, Clay. And the Warriors still win four titles. And the two names that within the six-man role we were talking about was Jamal Crawford and Manu Ginobili. And Mel told me only said Manu fit in that role is because he played next to Tim Duncan. And I don't think that's fair to Manu. I think Manu gets an unfair, underrated rap because he played I'm next to Tony Parker and, and Tim Duncan. And a lot of players, you know, played against guys that were better than them. A lot of players played against guys that had bigger names than them, not necessarily more skilled than them, but had bigger roles than them on the team. And I just feel like Manu's placement and his role to and Greg's Popovich system, it fit him so perfectly that Greg can put him on the bench and it will work out best for him because now right. he has a guy he trusts coming off the bench that's going to consistently give him not just points, that's going to move the ball. That's going to facilitate. That can facilitate the offense. That can put, uh, penetrate and um, you know, get uh, draw defenses in to kick out. Like Manu in, does a lot on the floor. That Jamal Crawford in San, does not in, San in San Antonio. No, I and I know you. You say that because Manu has only played in San Antonio. But we can okay. take who Manu is. Mo we can. No, take I'm gonna do this. That team. I'm gonna do this. Move it. I get. I think my I think my comparisons are always pretty good. Mulich, you tell me if I'm wrong on this. So, 
So the conversation was removing Clay Thompson. Yes, right? fucking the guy and, re in, and, and replacing the and replacing that person, whether it's Manu or Jamal Crawford. Now, I say Manu and Jamal Crawford, I don't think neither one of them can replace what Clay Thompson is to Golden State because the skill sets are completely different. So neither one of them shoot the way Clay Thompson <clears throat> or play deep or plays defense like Clay Thompson. But Manu is more capable of playing that type of defense than Jamal Crawford. Go ahead. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there with that. But but okay. So if that, we're gonna say that, then we're gonna then I can say you can I, I'll add that, but then Manu can't play the type of offense Jamal Crawford can play. But I think we have a better visual of what Jamal Crawford would look like in Golden State because I said Jordan Poole plays the similar game to Jamal Crawford. I don't agree and with that. Off the dribble, shooter. Now, Jamal Crawford doesn't shoot as well as Jordan Poole, but the ability to create off the dribble, get into the lane, make layup, do all of that stuff, we we know what a Jamal Crawford type player would look in Golden State because that's Jamal Crawford. That's Jordan Poole. We've seen Jamal Crawford in Golden State too, by the way. But right. That was long, <clears throat> but that was I'm talking about with the Steve Kerr offense. That's what Jamal Crawford would look like. He would look like Jordan Poole. Now, Manu, that's a different animal to work with because we don't know. Because Mono ha would have to have the ball in his hands. So if he has the ball in his hands, does that mean Draymond doesn't have the ball in his hands? Or Steph? Do you think do you think Steve Kerr would use Manu how the Spurs use Manu only because Steve Kerr came up in that system? Uh not not came up, but he was involved in that system as well when he was a player. <clears throat> do you think Steve Kerr would defer from using Mono the same as Pop, or do you think that he would use him, try to use him the same as Clay, and maybe try and see that doesn't work, and maybe try to adjust on the fly, but that adjustment doesn't work, or that adjustment may be too late. Be the reason. This is why it's so. This is why it's it's hard to make the 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 judgment is because Manu couldn't start with Tony Parker. He had to come off the bench. That's true. He had to do that. Like it wasn't because they're get, because Manu does need the ball. He's a facilitator. He's a facilitator. He's a playmaker. So he's going to have to have a ball in his hand. So if you put him in Golden State, that's why I asked who doesn't get the who doesn't. Is it Steph or is it Draymond? Because one of them have to come off the ball now. Steph would Steph would be more likely to do it because he's capable of playing off ball. But like I said, but if he's filling the Clay Thompson role, Jamal Crawford is better suited to do that. Because we saw Jamal Crawford on the court at the same time with, with Chris Paul. And we saw how that worked. All right, I'm back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just think what Manu gives, especially so, I, think, I think if you plug Manu in with Steph, I think Draymond wouldn't, would have to his role diminishes at that point because right. like one of them, yeah. playmaker slash facilitator slash defensive player, right? But at that point, if you have Manu, he would take over that the playmaker slash facilitate facilitating role. Which right, honestly, would give, I wouldn't. It would give Draymond more energy to play defense in this. Step I would say it would give Draymond more energy to play defense. I wouldn't. And that's be why mad I said Golden State becomes more mm -hmm. versatile adding a guy like Manu because Manu can do more on the floor. No, neither one of them are going to replace Clay Shoes. The closest but thing to play shooting will be Jamal Crawford. Mm -hmm. But the closest thing to helping them win those four titles, and we're plucking Clay out and putting a nut guy there. So that means that we're plucking Clay out. We don't know what Golden State looks like because Clay's not there. So we don't know what type of, but we're plucking one of these guys in. I think they have more success with Manu than they do with Jamal Crawford. But my thing is, like you said, but now what happens is, what do you do with Draymond Green on offense? And that'll be the only problem, because you, you, you. I mean, because you would have to. Because you would have to ask Draymond. What are you saying? To, what you do with Draymond on offense? 
Like, if Ma, I'm saying with Manu there, if like you said, if Manu's now facilitating doing the Draymond stuff on offense, what do you do with Draymond Green on offense? You would have to ask him to hit knockdown shots, and that would be a problem. With Jamal Crawford, nothing changes. Everything stays the same. Because you like I said, you've seen no, it, it with Jamal Crawford with your, with, does not play defense, so a lot changes. That's the uh, only that's that's and that's no, the but plus. Losing, losing no, but like defensive, I, but no, that's but, another thing, Mel. Losing the defensive end to Clay, it's going to but like I, more Warriors more than keeping the offensive end to Clay, right? That's so why I, I that's Manu, why I use Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole does not play great defense. I can see why you say that. The, okay, oh, oh, all right. I can see why you say that. No, all okay, right. I can, he's a I can young now player. He still has to develop. J J we're not talking about young Jamal Crawford here or young. Mike. No, we're talking we're about. Talking no, we're talking about style of. Guys, I'm talking about style of. I'm talking about style of play. His style of play is closer to Jordan, Jamal Crawford. Jamal Poole, but Jordan Poole couldn't replace Clay Thompson, and they win four championships either. It's they what won I'm a saying. championship last year. If you are to take Clay out. And put Jordan Poole into them four years. They do not Jordan win four Poole, championships. Stop doing it. Jordan Poole had a career it. year Stop left. Yes. He yes. was he averaged yes. almost 30 thanks points. To, thanks to Clay being injured. Let's not forget the context behind it. Because if Clay is not whole... injured, if Clay is not injured, Poole probably does not get as much time as he got played. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. And that's not act like Poole is just but that's the whole point. That's the point that, that Clay is playing. But that's the point we're making if we replaced him. So with Clay being gone, Jordan Poole stepped in and had a right. But Jordan leader. Poole plays a different type of game than Clay Thompson. That's why I know. Utilize, it's right. closer to but Jordan. It's closer to Jamal Crawford's game. No, no, well, I don't. I don't agree with you there. That, that Poole is not close to Jamal Crawford. I don't look at their game as being a similar type of game. That's just me. I don't. But what I'm saying is, I can see why he says that though. If you put Jamal Crawford in that and in, in the Golden State lineup for those four years and play and play those finals over with Jamal Crawford. They're going to lose because Jamal Crawford lacks defense. If I put Manu in that position, their defense will stay like, the same, right? Because it'll become it will only thing their that would defense change is, the only their thing defense that would change on the defense. Is, but like the I only said, your defense changes on the defense is they become more of a help defensive team, right? They play more as a unit on the defensive end because Manu doesn't have the ability to stick the number one guy on a team, right? He can stick your number two, number three guy, that's fine, but he doesn't have the ability like Clay to get on the best guy and stick them out of however many possessions you want to say that. But, but, if, but he if generates Manu more skills, do, though, which if, generates if more turnovers. At 40 possessions a game, Manu's at 20, and Clarkson's at, at, at what? Zero? He's not sticking no best player on the team, bro. He's not. That's going to hurt the Warriors. They're going to pick on him on defense. You can't really do that with Manu because Manu plays a solid type of defense that Golden State can use. And then he can get you 16 points off the bench. But I mean, uh, 16 points in suffers. a game. But their offense <clears throat> suffers because you're playing four on five. What do you do with Draymond Green? No, I don't think their offense suffers. I don't because it's like – and Draymond, you're saying that Draymond has to knock down, but Draymond can still be the cutter that he is, cutting to the basket, fighting for rebounds, uh, second uh, chance points. But he doesn't what just have to have the ball. Let what, me throw the ball to Draymond. Draymond, go create your shot. Go give me a bucket, Dray. Like, no, that's not that's, no, no. anyway. Draymond initiates the offense. Right, for Clay, though. It's for Clay. He doesn't initiate the offense for himself. No, Draymond initiates the entire offense. Right. What are you talking for, about? For Steph, though, it's it's initiated for Steph, though. When Draymond, most of the time when Draymond has the ball, what, what's happening? There's a double screen on the wing for Steph uh, with Clay somewhere in it, and then one of, the ball goes to one of those two, or it's kicked to somebody else that's closer so they can have a clear line to kick it to Clay or Steph. That's, why Dr that's what Draymond does with the ball in his hand. He facilitates the offense so the ball finds Clay, a Steph or Clay. Right, but you just said so if. Manu is doing that now. Right, but I'm not saying. I never said Draymond. Manu had to come in and do it. I said Manu could do it. I said, in my particular words, was when you take Clay out the game, and when you take Steph out the game, Manu can then be your facilitator because he. We're has not that talking. Emotional. That's what so we're that, talking that about. In, original statement. But we're that talking about him in a starting lineup. You, you said starting lineup. Right. You said starting and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of times when when when, when somebody goes out and starter stays in. Brown to go out, Tatum, Tatum stay. But that's Tatum not. That's, out, you're, no, you're, now right? you're talking about substitutions. We're just talking no, about I'm in the starting line. Curry goes get getting rest right from the start lineup. You don't take your. Not everybody takes their whole five out. 
right? So I'm saying if you leave Mono in when you rest the other guys in the, in the first and after the nine minutes or ten minutes, whatever you rest them, if you leave Mono in, Mono can then take the facilitation route. That's what I said. I never said Mono was going to come in and start facilitating for the team. But those are two different conversations, though. No, but, the, so, but that was my original statement. My original statement was when I said you can put Manu on the team was that when Steph goes and sits on the bench, Manu can then facilitate the team. I never said Manu was going to go in and help with the facilitating. No, you said you oh, said replacing. But you said replace Clay Thompson. Right, and the thing so that when, Manu can do, and in the context of me saying Manu's facilitating, I was saying in the sense of when Clay, when Steph is not on the floor, not why Steph that's is not, on the floor. Because but I that's believe not how that, that even when Steph and Draymond is on the floor, Draymond can still do what he do. You're not relegating that task to Manu. You're thinking of it that way, but I'm not. Only thing I'm asking Manu to do is to make to create some shots when I get you the ball because he can get to the basket. I can use him to penetrate and kick for Steph Curry. Like, there's a lot of things you can use Manu for that I don't think Jamal Crawford in that same system will fit. Like, I just don't. Like, everybody say if you go back to the 2017, you can add anybody to that team and they still win. I don't think so. Mm, and I don't think if you ask every superstar, every star to that team, the road is as easy as it was for them. That's not that true. Can't just add anybody because KD was perfect for that. Right, system. that changes things, and that's what I'm saying for Manu. Manu changes things for him. It gives him a different aspect where they can utilize him in ways. And Steph got injured for ten games. Guess what, Manu? You in that role because now I could depend on you to facilitate my offense and get guys involved. I'm not I was saying thinking. Draymond's not good at it, but when I need Mono to do it, he can do it. It's just something added extra. But you still get a similar type of defense, not the same level of defense, but Mono's not that far. It's probably like a between Mono and Clay. I would give you a, a little gap between the defense. But I think Mono in that help defense system, like, no, he would kill it in that help defense because KD went there and killed it in that help defense system. And people were saying KD wasn't a good defender when, before he went to go to State. I would switch him. If I had Manu in the starting lineup, and if we're asking what we're doing with Draymond, I would literally just switch the roles. I would have Draymond continue to do what he's doing, facilitate, play, make, and do everything. And because Manu is a better shooter, because he is a better person that can create his shot, I would just have Manu take that clay role. Now, of course, he's not going to shoot as efficient as clay. But because I know that he can create his own shot, and I know he can get to the rack, I know that he can possibly get somebody else open, I'm going to have him take that more of that kind of role than a pure knockdown shooting role. And I'm not going to stress Draymond by having him forced to take more shots. And I know that's not his strong suit. So I will literally just switch them. And my offense doesn't really take, it takes a slouch because I don't have as powerful or I don't have as more as efficient three point shooting, but I still can get, I can still get points at the basket. Like, that's my thing. As long as we're scoring on possessions, I'm not really worried. Now, it does, like I said, it does take a slouch with the three ball. But on the other side, if we're playing great defense, which I know, and it's the thing about Manu, he does generate more steals than Clay. So if we're talking about turnovers, creating turnovers, creating creating other shots of baskets, changing tra trajectory of shots, I would I would definitely say that the defense doesn't take a slouch either because now, although I may be trading more points, I'm also getting more turnovers because Manu is generating more steals. If I have two players that generate, say Draymond is at 1.9, 1. Uh, 1.8 steals a game, and I have Manu 1.3, 1.2. But um, we do know, we do understand that just because you generate steals, that doesn't mean that you're playing the same type of defense true. as that's somebody true. No, as somebody who is, as somebody who is a lockdown true. defender, right? That's very not, true. Because, and I said that. I said it's not about him playing the lockdown style, but he fits into that help defense where he can play individual, a good enough individual defense that the help defense is always going to be there. That's what Golden State runs anyway. They run help defense. So nobody's really on an island by them themselves. Not even Clay Thompson. Not even Draymond. Not even Clay. He's not never on really on an island by him themselves because there's always somebody behind him to help. That's how they run their system. And so I'm this taking is that same thing when I'm putting Mono in there. I'm taking the same thing when you put Jamal Crawford in it. And, and if Jamal Croft is there, oh, it's going to be a lot of lot of need of needing help on that help side. On that back side, he's going to need a lot of help defense. there. When Manu ain't going to need defense. as much help. And then Manu can knock down a jumper. He's a good three-point shooter. He's a good uh, – uh, and he has a good field goal uh, percentage. So and I don't see where the drop-off from Clay to Manu is. Like, I understand the drop-off because they're two different players. Clay, Clay isn't a level above him. 
But I'm saying if we're going to take a guy between Manu and Jamal and, and say who has the most more success with Golden State, I'm taking Manu. This is the thing about Clay's defense. It's not that he plays lockdown, lockdown defense. He forces you into bad shots because he's a big-ass defender. He's long. He's tall. He cuts off your initial moves. He cuts off that first step. This is where this is this is the thing. It's the reason why Clay is gonna have to change the aspects of his game now. Is because when you have when you suffer a serious leg injury like that, you can't push off the same, right? Like even me, I once when, when I tore my patella tendon, I still I can't plant the same, can't push off the same. So I become a different player, right? Doesn't matter how hard you work. Doesn't matter. It's just the quick twist muscles, right? Clay was very good at taking away that first step. If you go back and watch the finals where he held Kyrie to under 10 points, he took away Kyrie's first step. Was Kyrie very good at his first step? You take away that, you force him into bad shots. That's what Clay is good at. Because he can't do that now, everybody's going around and boop, up, oh, quick first step. He's not there anymore. He can't just jump, oh, no, I'm, I'm here, and force somebody into a bad shot. That's the difference between Clay's defense and Manu's defense, to where if we're running a help defense, which we normally do, Manu's going to be more in pass lane. That's going to be his thing. Get your hands up. Get your hands in the pass lane. Get your hands in the pass lane. That's how Steph got steel leader that one year. Like that one year where everybody, oh, my God, Steph got – he plays great defense. He, he's, he, he, he made a steel leader. He was in pass lanes. He was, he was, yeah, he was but, robbing all the pass lanes. That, yeah, and that, but that's even like that. but defense. he's playing better defense now than he did then. Absolutely, 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 and I get, I give, I give Steph a lot of respect for that because as far as one-on-one -on -one defense, like with, without help, because he does, there is, there are a lot of situations where Steph is on an island at the top of the key, and he has to because all the other players are, you know, what I'm saying we're, we're in a man type defensive situation. He has played a lot better defense. His steals have dropped, but he has played a lot better defense, and he's forcing players into a lot of into worse shot selections. So I do give Steph his credit for that. That is one thing that he definitely has, you know, taken and taken it out. Because he just he used to take a lot of slouch on the on the on the defensive takes, man. Like a lot of people came at him for his defense, but um it's just because he's small now, so it's a mismatch. That's the only thing. All right, moving on. Talking about Clay. Clay dropped 41 the other night. How y'all feeling about that? Is Clay back? Uh well, back yeah. He, Clay was, he's not, he's not back, but the end was woo. That was a good-ass game. That, man, that dude right now, and I said this before, like when everybody did their preseason rankings of who's the best player in the world and yada, yada, and they had Steph like six or seven. And I'm like, there's never been a point where someone has won the NBA championship and they won at least one or two best player in the league. But Steph Curry doesn't get that same respect. And you look at his numbers now, He's shooting 53% from the field, 45% from three, and 92% from three. I mean, from the free throw line. And he's averaging 32 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists. Like, if, if LeBron did that, they jizz on themselves. I mean, you're but not because, lying. Because if Steph was doing that, like, Steph's doing it, and no one's talking about it. Like, no one's saying anything about it. And it's weird to me. I just seen something on what did I see that at. I seen and like something. even even last night, thirty-two points, fifteen assists, or twelve assists. I can't remember how many it was, and like eight rebounds. No one said anything. Didn't say anything. That's crazy to me. Yep, thirty-three, fifteen, seven, three steals, two blocks. Goodness gracious. No one said nothing, bro. That stat line is crazy. Did y'all hear? 33, let me hear, let me say that again for the people in the back, because I know y'all not really listening. 33 points, 15 assists, seven rebounds, three steals, and two blocks. He's a point guard. He's a point guard. A six foot three point guard. At six foot three. And no one said if LeBron would have did that, they would have shut ESPN down. Bro, that is insane. That stat line is crazy. <clears throat> I seen this though on Bleach Report. I seen this, and it says rank these three: Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, and Luka Doncic. Steph Tatum. <laughs> now I say that to say this because that the point you just bring up, Mel. Steph Curry is a four-time champion. Yeah. How many championships Luka got? 
Two-time MVP. How many championships Jason Tatum got? Zero. How many MVPs either one of them got? Zero. And they're comparing them to Steph Curry, somebody who just won a championship and won a finals MVP. Isn't exactly. that crazy? Isn't that crazy? They they don't, there's no respect for that dude. Zero. There's no respect for him. That's crazy. And that's not to that's Isn't not to that disrespect crazy, Luca or it's not disrespect to Luca or Tatum. I think they're great young players, but they're not on the level of Steph Curry. But that's what you they would want you to think. That's crazy. That is insane. And I love Jason Tatum. Duke boy. I'm a Duke Blue Devil. That's I am wild. mad. Like, Jason Tatum is going to be the next one once he puts oh, it all together. He's a scary player. He's a very scary player. He's a very scary player. Hey, Troy, I got a question. Do you think Jalen Brown is going to stay on the Celtics for long? Because he's really outspoken right now. They benched him, bro. Hey, I know he's really outspoken right now, bro. Like he he's been he's been going off. Like I follow him on Twitter. He's been going off a lot about some things, and he I know he definitely does not agree with the Kyrie situation at all. Now I don't know if that if that contributed to him being benched or anything like that. I don't want to exactly say that. Why, exactly why he got. I'll say it. That's why he got benched. I wanted to ask: Do you feel that he will be a part of the Celtics organization for long? Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. <clears throat> he ain't going nowhere. It's, it has nothing to do with the Celtics. It has everything to do with the league. If you're talking about he bench, he got benched for the Kyrie everything. That came down from the league, not Boston. They just put it on Boston to do it. So it wouldn't like the league, it wouldn't look like the league was making him shut up. The league up. doesn't have the power to do that. Yes, the league does. Yes, the league. I'm just saying, because he's been very still picks up his phone. Hey, what's up? Adam yeah, Silver, I, I, Adam Silver yeah, worked you. for the owners. He the owners don't work for him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and, and Adam remembers that when the owners need something for him because he's in a, he's in a position to to do stuff too that he does not need the owners to. He that's why he has the position of the NBA commissioner, right? Like, but he works for the owners. Right. That's owners fine. Don't the owners like there's still a system that that's in place. So what I'm saying is. Even if it wasn't Adam and it was the owners, if it came down from the owners, then that's even worse. So that the owners would make a call and be like, yo, he's got to sit. It's not if a, it was a, that's a Boston thing. No, I don't I don't see it as a Boston thing. Like, why would Boston make him sit because he was he, he said that he didn't agree with the way they handled the Kyrie thing? Because they sat there coach for fucking one of the execs. That's totally two different, totally different things. But okay, we can go there. They have a history. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, I know Boston's history. Very, very clear because, on the history, but that has nothing to do with Jason Tatum <clears throat> speaking out on something that wasn't right and Emmanuel Doka thinking with his fucking long head. Right, but on top, but the thing, but the thing, what I'm the comparison that I'm that I'm making long the comparisons with is that so we're talking about guys. The, long head. the the league, I mean, the team didn't have to make it public. And if they were if they were that upset, yeah, we are not gonna get back into the Z Doka shit. Fuck that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But if they were that upset with Ime Doka, then they just would have fired him. Fired him, and I'm with you on that. Everybody knows I stand on that. Boston was gonna do anything; they should have just fired his ass. But I get mm -hmm. you. But I'm not getting back on him. But no, I, I'm just saying there's no reason. There was no reason to, to bench Jalen Brown. There was no reason to to bench Jalen. Hey, he's been having hamstring injuries. Maybe he felt some tightness and he needed to be sit down. I don't know. I mean, it's a, the only reason why I ask is because he's been no very outspoken. I don't have no sources in Boston to tell you guys what's going yeah. on. Yeah, I just want he was very outspoken and he's been very outspoken as of lately. I don't, I don't, so, I didn't, I didn't know he got benched. Honestly, I thought that that was news to me. I just knew that he was very outspoken as of lately. And then on top of that, he was one of the first ones to speak about speak up about the email Doka situation as well. So I just wanted to know that I don't know if he was, you know. I don't know, man. I just want to know. You think he was on his way out or something? I don't, you know what nah. I'm saying? But let's get into this Ben at sec X the Sixers, no MB. You guys think Ben has a good game back in the Sixers, back in Philly? He probably does. Back. Because if he has a bad game, his go his mental health gonna go right down the toilet again. Listen, you gotta stop doing that now. Like what? I mean, he did he did attribute. Philly's fans up to part of his mental health, so I I can understand that point. Mental so health ain't he, going nowhere. If he gonna go on he, Philly, he gonna he gonna drop twenty 
28 and 10. I'm saying he he better because if he don't. Sam in. Sam in. Sam in. He's going to get booed. And he gonna get booed, and those he booze he get get booed. You don't think he know that? He, no, he's gonna he get booed regardless. But I think if Mel saying like, if he goes in there and has a shitty goddamn game, oh yeah, man. I don't think he care about that either. Oh, he gonna go to turn. Oh no, he, he probably don't care he about that. Care. I hope he doesn't. He know. don't care about that. I'm telling you, he, he don't care about this shit. I hope he don't. I'm telling you, that's what mental health is. Who cares? Um, but yeah, so I think he should be fine. I don't yeah, think I, he's gonna I, I have, have crazy at his game. game, though. I think 15, I don't think have no crazy maybe game. like seven, eight, nine boards, and Dude, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's a good, it. that's a good Ben Simmons game right now. <laughs> that's a solid game for him. I'm not gonna give him no outrageous stuff like no 20 points and 10. I'm not yeah, gonna give him a triple double or no double double or anything. The only way I, I just about to say, the only way he can really shut them, he better go out, he go out and get like a 15. 10, 12, triple-double. Yeah, he like, did. he goes out there and gets a triple-double, and I'm like, okay, all right, Ben, put some things together then. But yeah, he um, go out I there and did. put up a Draymond Green triple-single. Hey, we got to be careful with that. That's what got Jordan Poole punched. <laughs> hey, don't get decked out here. But I'm done on mine. You guys got anything, or we or we sing singing final chord? <clears throat> I just want to say something uh, real quick about the Kings, man. I know they're on a six-game winning streak, but just like just like the Jazz. And De'Aaron Fox has been playing some really, really good basketball right now. He is their quote-unquote superstar. I'm not going to classify him as a superstar, but he is their quote-unquote superstar. They got the whole light the beam thing because they're winning and stuff like that. Look, you guys have to put together a, a string of wins with top competition teams that you guys are supposed to beat in order to become a good team. I go I know they're ranked what five right now, top five five seed, but they have to put together a string of wins against great competition. Until you and then once on and then once you do that during the regular season, because that's when people start to actually take you guys seriously, you I have to be in the playoffs. You can't be one and done. You can't be first round bounce. You can't be no put it together now. Start to put shit together now. Start to put together a season. Now start to put together wins and this and that, all-stars. Like, start to produce stuff and then do it in the playoffs. Now people are going to start taking you seriously. But just because you guys are winning a few games against, honestly, bad teams, like, let's be honest, bad teams, it does not mean you guys are doing anything. It doesn't even mean you guys are making any moves. Start to put it together, do it in the playoffs, and then people will start to take you seriously. Yeah, uh, final thoughts, man. Um, yo, everybody, please do us a favor. Like, subscribe, share these videos, man. <clears throat> Follow me, FTS Mel, on the TikTok. Got a lot of funny stuff going on over there, man. Like, come on. You got some things. That, look at and that T-shirt. We'll do it this way. You see the T-shirt, the hoodie, mm -hmm. and the hat? Brand new, brand new merch, man. We got Brand some new merch, y'all, man. Shout out to my brother, quite a last word. He did that. That's right. Um, we Shout got some out. more stuff coming, man. We we got I went and met him firsthand, shook his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, like and subscribe, share the videos. Movies, final right. thoughts? Um, y'all know what it is, man. It's movies. We out here. Appreciate y'all for uh tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe, share. I'm on Facebook, Twitter. Follow us from the sideline. Um, we're gonna see y'all Wednesday for the basketball show. And um yeah, for the rest of the week, for the rest of the week, I am referred to as champ because my team won the flag football tourney. We out here, ST. Way to go. Right. Right. Champ, 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 who who out here pulling flags? Not y'all. <laughs> Mulajai pulling them flags. He does this. Man, we